Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega-church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence. We thank you for bringing us together, Lord, tonight. Even in these few moments, we pray and welcome your spirit. And we ask, Lord, that whatever you have for us, we may go away with it. I pray for everyone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for miracles tonight. Thank you for healings tonight. Thank you for breakthroughs. Thank you that the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. Hallowed be your name. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to be at a an impromptu miracle service. Powerful. How many are expecting God to do a miracle in your life tonight? Nobody is going here without a miracle. I said nobody is going out of here without a miracle. Amen. God is going to touch your life and you will never forget tonight. Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm going to share a very important message entitled break the curse break the curse Deuteronomy chapter 28 Deuteronomy chapter 28 what is a curse in Deuteronomy chapter 28 you find a list of curses in that list of curse, curses you will find every conceivable curse embodied the Bible gives us a very important and graphic description of curses in Deuteronomy chapter 15 28 verse 15 it says but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all God is trying to break a curse in our lives tonight amen Amen. Amen. and i believe that he is ministering has already begun to minister i can feel the presence of the spirit of god here and i feel that god is breaking a curse in our lives but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the lord thy god to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which i command thee this day that all these curses these curses these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee now in Deuteronomy chapter 28 he outlines these curses number one is any kind of frustration endless frustration endless frustration I just want to give you uh, 
these curses in some big categories. Endless frustrations. Endless frustration. When I say endless, it, it means we all get frustrated and frustrations come. But when the frustrations are endless, number two, every kind of disease, especially unusual diseases, are often curses. Every kind, any kind of, because every kind of disease is mentioned in this chapter. Endless frustrations, every kind of disease. Number three, poverty and all its related problems. Poverty and its related problems are one big category of cases in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Then, number, how many have I given you? Three. Number four, disasters, especially unusual and peculiar disasters and calamities. You will notice that most of the cases fall into one of these four. And I'm going to show you. Cursed shall not be in the city. Cursed shall not be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land. So it is showing that the curse, whatever it is, is something that can be everywhere. So whether you go to the city, you go to the field, whether you are having a child or you are having a basket or you are having a store or your fruit of your body or the fruit of your land or the increase of your kind, even in the increase, there's curse and it's endless it goes on and moves from thing to everything verse 19 curses shall not be when thou comest in curses shall not be when thou goest out the Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation and rebuke in all that thou settest thine hand to do until thou be destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings whereby thou hast forsaken me the Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee. That's an epidemic. HIV is an epidemic. Until he has consumed thee from off the land. Today, 25% of South Africa has got HIV. That means if you count in the choir, 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. One, number 4 has HIV. Everybody, 1, 2, 3, 4 has HIV. Quarter off. And the HIV rate was the same as Ghana's rate now about 10 years ago. So they are warning us that if we don't sit up now, we will just become like South Africa. When I was in South Africa, I spoke to the pastor, Pastor Mosasono's wife. She was telling us that every month they bury two people, two church members, every month. Now, verse 2, 22. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption. Consumption was like something that consumes you, makes you very lean. These are all diseases with fever, inflammation, extreme burning, with the sword and with blasting and with mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. The heaven over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. Hmm. <laughs> you see, I'm talking about endless frustrations when you look up to heaven it is brass when you come down to the earth it's iron 
That means that when you invest in iron rods, it is brass. When you become a kenke seller, it is iron. Every area becomes a frustration. Somebody even sends you money from abroad. It vanishes in your hand like smoke. Nothing works. So endless frustrations, poverty, sickness, and unusual calamities. Unusual. The Lord will smite thee, verse 27. No, the verse 24, the Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder. Rain will turn into powder and dust. From heaven shall it come upon thee <laughs> until thou be destroyed. And the Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way and flee seven ways. Defeat is another kind of frustration. Every time you are losing. And thy carcass shall be meat unto all the fowls of the air. And the Lord will smite thee with the botch, that is boils. And with the emeralds, that is like pimples. And with the scab, these are like sores. And with the itch, that is skin rashes. Whereof thou canst not be healed. You see, I said, especially incurable and unusual diseases. Incurable and unusual diseases. And all diseases. Verse 28. The Lord shall smite thee with madness. Mental illness. And blindness. And astonishment of heart. Verse 29. Thou shalt grope at noonday. As the blind gropeth in the darkness. Thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. And thou shalt be only oppressed. And spoiled evermore. And no man shall save thee. Ghana has been oppressed for 43 years. We have been oppressed by the black man. For the last 40 whatever years that we've had independence. How many years is it? 44 years. Thou shalt be oppressed and spoiled. And thou shalt not prosper. Verse 30. Unusual thing. Thou shalt betroth a wife. And another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house. And thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard. And thou shalt not gather the grapes thereof. That is about as you are about to dedicate your house. You die. Just as you are about to get into some major blessing, the whole thing becomes smoke. Everything that seems to be just about to work, just does not work. You have married somebody and you are just about to possess her and another person comes to possess her. You've planted vineyard, harvest time, you are just about to eat and benefit. It doesn't happen. You preach and preach, and church is just about to grow, and Orangu comes to scatter the system. And there's nobody left in the church. All these are curses. Businessmen. Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes. Your business will be bent. Thine ox was the business that people were doing. Thou shalt not eat thereof, and thine ass, this is your transport, your car shall be violently taken away from before thy face and shall not be restored to thee. Thy sheep shall be given unto thine enemies and thou shalt have none to rescue them. This is what has happened in Ghana. That's why they are trying to do reconciliation committee because a lot of people have had their ass violently taken away from them and their oxen have been slain before their very eyes. Their business have been taken over. 
cars have been seized houses have been seized all these things are curses when you look carefully in in certain places you see the, this kind of thing all around thy sons and thy daughters shall be given to another people thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long there shall be no might in thine hand verse 32 the fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always so that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see verse 35 diseases the Lord shall smite thee in the knees in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed that's gangrene and from the sole of thy foot unto the top of thy head the Lord shall verse 30, the Lord shall bring thee and thy king with thou shalt set over thee unto a nation with neither thou my father's know and thou shalt serve other gods wood and stone it's a curse to serve wood and stone thou shalt become an astonishment a proverb a byword among all the nations when people use you for bad examples like a proverb then you it has become a curse when people use you as proverbs and by words and astonishment one white man came to africa and he said thank god that there is the sea he's thank, he's thank god that there's a sea between africa and europe otherwise it was like everybody would have crossed to come there what kind of proverb is this when people start to use you i remember somebody was saying that in ethiopia they don't put their uh, prison this was those times when they have it they don't the prison bars they don't have it like this but they have it like this because if they have it like this the prisoners can just walk through <laughs> and, and and these were the jokes when you when you start to make jokes out of out of you and out of your situation then you have become a proverb a byword are you listening to me okay then thou shalt carry much seed into the field and thou shalt gather but little in for the locusts shall consume it is that not typical of a lot of businesses in ghana huh? a lot of investment most businesses don't make profit including ghana Airways. it will be better for ghana Airways to close down and collect parking tickets at the airport they will get more money if they like they should come i'll manage them parking tickets they get more money than because this year alone they owe 100 and something million dollars so a business that when you do small now you are owing so much it will be better that you pack it and then you save yourself verse 40 thou shalt have olive trees throughout the coast and thou shalt not anoint thyself for thy olive shall cast his fruit man you see these things uh, a human being can never think of all these bad things it's the spirit of God who is showing in detail what cases can amount to verse 42 all thy trees and the fruit of the land shall the locusts consume the stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high and thou shalt come down very low today it is white men in Ghana who have the money who owns all the successful businesses in ghana stand chart owned by who white man backless bank owned by who white man 
Valco, owned by who? White man. Tesek, owned by who? White man. Shell, owned by who? White man. Mobile, owned by who? White man. Unilever, owned by who? White man. The stranger. Who owns the top in towns and the dynasty restaurants and the Riga restaurants and the Chinese restaurants in Ghana and all these places? Who owns Golden Tulip Hotel? Who owns all this? The stranger that is within thee shall get up among thee, above thee, very high, and thou shalt be down very low at the cashier collecting the, the money and the cleaner. But I see God delivering you from that curse tonight in Jesus' name. How many believe that in your country a stranger will not be above thee very high? You cannot go to Germany as a black man and be above very high and the Germans are cleaning the floors. How? The way even their laws are, it will not happen. Verse 44. He shall lend to thee and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head and thou shalt be the tail. I see you becoming the head, moving from the tail to the head. They shall be upon thee, verse 46, for a sign and a wonder. Verse 47, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore thou shalt serve thy enemies which the Lord shall send against thee. How many want to serve the enemy? I see you serving the Lord in Jesus' name. And the Lord shall bring a nation, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on and on and on. Verse 53, verse um, 53. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege, in the straightness, wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee. So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eye shall be evil toward his brother. This is cannibalism, where you are eating the child that comes out of your body. This is unusual. Unusual. Amen. So that, verse 55, he will not give to any of them the flesh of his children to whom he shall eat, because he has nothing left him in the siege. Verse 56. Notice. The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eye shall be evil toward the husband of her bosom, and toward her son, and toward her daughter. Where? A delicate and tender woman who would not adventure to put the sole of her foot on the ground for delicateness and tenderness. Her eyes shall become evil toward her husband, toward her son, and toward her daughter. Pray about it. Amen. Verse 59. Then the Lord shall make thy plagues wonderful and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues of long continuance, sore sicknesses, and of long continuance. This man who killed uh, a lot of people in Oklahoma, he said he wants to die rather than to be in life imprisonment. Because there are certain things it would be better to die than to be alive. That's why he said, your plagues will be wonderful of long continuance. Long standing diseases. Not something that kills you quick, but long continuance. Careful. Oh. Are you there? Are you becoming depressed? 
Verse 16. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Verse 62. Also, verse 61. Also, every sickness, every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, then will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. So every sickness is a curse. Hypertension is a curse. Sickle cell disease is a curse. Anemia is a curse. Infertility is a curse. Every sickness is a curse. Every kind of sickness is a curse. Skin rashes is a curse. Every kind of disease is a curse. Hallelujah. Now, and the Lord, verse 64, the Lord shall scatter thee scattering verse 65 among these nations thou shalt find no ease Ghanaians are in Israel cleaning floors Ghanaians are in Germany as cleaners Ghanaians are in Germany as hewers of wood and drawers of water amongst the nations without ease you shall find no ease among the nations. Careful. I'm, I'm showing you all these things so that when you see them, you will know this thing is a curse. Amen. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee. No papers, visa, no immigration, no stay. So thy life shall hang in doubt before thee. Many of church members that I know abroad, in Holland, Germany, Italy, their life hangs in doubt. While our pastor in Austria was telling me in Vienna, when he's working with some of the church members and they see the police, they just move. They, he said, you turn around, they are vanished. Their life hangs in doubt. Pray that you don't meet a policeman. But God is taking you out of every curse in Jesus' name. 67. In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were evening. And in the evening thou shalt say, Would God it were morning. For the fear of thine heart, wherewith thou shalt fear. For the sight of thine eyes, which thou shalt see. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again. Hallelujah. Thou shalt see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies. For bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. <laughs> oh man, it's not possible. It's like you are even being sold, and nobody is buying you. Man, it's not possible. Hallelujah. Listen to me tonight. I just feel strongly that I want to pray for you. For the breaking of every curse in your life. Amen. What is a curse? Any of these unusual things are curses. You see, but you don't possess. You look, but you never hold it. You long, but you never touch it. You wish, but it never happens to you. Today, God is breaking every curse in your life and in my life. Amen. Now, the Bible tells us that Christ has atoned 
for our sins. Elutra said, you come to the cross with your problems. If it is a curse, you come to the cross and you put the the curse down. And what do you take back from the cross? Blessing. And you go back home with a blessing. Are you glad about what Jesus has done for you? Hallelujah. Now, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. We are going to end soon. It says, Christ, verse 13. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. You see, the law I read, these are the curses of that law. And Christ has redeemed us from that curse of the law. Amen. Are you there? Be made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, Ghanaians, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, I believe that God has, not that I believe, but that is the reality. That Christ has redeemed us. And tonight, we are going to do two things. Two things. Number one, we are going to, you see, I read all these cases out so that you can picture certain things. If, for instance, you work in Golden Tulip Hotel, I want you to see that a stranger amongst us has come up very high and we have come down very low. You cannot compare your salary to his salary. One time I was in Tamale and I saw a lot of these white engineers. We don't have anything against them. I'm just saying this is the reality of what the situation is. And we had a geodetic engineer from tech. He was earning 110000 at the time. And the people from Tesek and so probably earning five thousand dollars a month or whatever. It was it was it was it was it was wonderful. And they would and they say you come with your qualification from UST, this that the stranger amongst us has come up very high. And the owners of the land, not the owners of the land, but the people or the inhabitants of the land. I say owners of the land it reminds me of certain things I don't want to remember. But the 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 the, the, the people of the community have gone down very low and strangers have come up very high but tonight I feel the anointing all over this place any curse that struck you is the curse that God is saving you from tonight I say as I was going through the lists certain things struck you that this thing it's in my life that is the one tonight that God is practicalizing in your life tonight. And I want you to go home possessing that deliverance. If you felt as we were going that we got to a place where we were talking about sickness of long continuance. Or we got to a place where we were talking of botches and emeralds and scabs and itches. And God is delivering you from that receive it in Jesus name if you got to a place where it's like you shall see you shall plant a vineyard but you don't reap you will invest but you don't enjoy you go to work but when you come there's nothing then 
tonight that particular thing that struck you only one thing that thing I want you to lay hold on, on it like this and say Lord I thank you that in the name of Jesus that in my lifetime I experience a deliverance from this curse in my life every sickness every strain he said the Lord said the Lord shall make thy plagues wonderful Quare. Okay, your diseases will be. There are times as doctors we go on ward round and we get to a case. He say, Man, this case is not a smoking. And they'll call the students and say, Come and see a wonderful case. And all the students will come, come around and say, Come and see this patient. This patient has got this, 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 and that. Only things that you read in a book. Wonderful things. This patient has all. The Lord shall make thy place wonderful. The doctors will come around. The nurses will come and say, come and see this case. Manifesting all the signs you only read about, but rarely do you see. One day, I was in the hospital and a lady was brought there. She, she, she was 20 years old. She couldn't have her period. And then the doctor said, the, our professor said, oh, you sort a clerk and examine her. I want to see what you are going to come up with. Because it is a wonderful case. The Lord shall make thy plagues wonderful. As we started, as we were going through, he began to laugh. He said, this is wonderful. He said, this girl is a man. I said, the Lord shall make thy place wonderful. She is a man. <laughs> I said, she, the patient who had come to the hospital, to the gynecologist, she is a man. <laughs> she is a he. A he is she. And she was a he. But tonight, in Exodus 15, verse 26, (laughs) we see something wonderful. Hallelujah. He says, and if thou will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians for I am the Lord that healeth thee I am the Lord he introduced himself as a doctor hallelujah I am the Lord that healeth thee tonight tonight I feel God healing you of every curse I, see, I feel God healing you of every situation that will bring you down that will make you the tail and not the head God is making you the head and not the tail now as we appropriate these blessings the spirit of God is telling me to tell us that we should not do anything that will bring a curse upon our lives in Proverbs 
26 verse 2 the Bible says a curse causeless shall not come that means that a curse will not come unless there is a reason it is like a bird flying over and that plant itself here and not there there is a reason why curses come and so tonight God is telling me to tell you as your pastor just one or two things that you should make sure you do not do to bring upon yourself a curse just as curses are so many and you can categorize them I have categorized to endless frustrations sicknesses poverty and strange calamities you can also categorize the causes of curses into just about two three four and tonight God is impressing on me to share with you that don't do this this and that so that your life will be free because even though he has set you free from the curse and you believe that you are free many times we do things which attract curses number one and please if you forgot everything don't forget this part I said if you forgot everything don't forget this part so you could carry on playing we are ending but I'm just giving these to you gently he's the Lord that healeth us tonight and you know one of the ways that God is healing us he's showing us what brings a curse and he's saying don't because it will bring a curse number one disobeying the word of God in Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 it says and if you shall hearken to the voice to observe and to do all these blessings but in verse 15 it says but it shall come to pass that if you will not hearken to the voice of the Lord to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee these curses shall come upon thee curses come on your life through disobeying the word of God plain and simple simple if the word of God is there and you disobey the word of God you are opening yourself up to a case I didn't say it I read it just now what is the word of God is here I'm holding it Clara I didn't say I didn't say I read it to you disobeying the word of God if God said you see now sometimes it's like healing you saw that you don't know why somebody gets healed I was telling one of the services this morning I was in Zurich I believe it was that day I don't know what happened very few people came to weekdays and they didn't even know that I was coming just a few people because the church has got over 200 people in the church but there was just a few people on one side of the building and there was a sister there she sings beautifully I said sing something for me so she sang she sang he touched me and as she sang the presence of the Lord came into the room and there was a lady sitting somewhere that she just fell on the floor and I thought you know how we all think it's an emotional sister who is misbehaving again 
how many have thought that way before raise up your right hand an emotional sister is misbehaving again we know them in the church but you know this sister had never fallen down before nothing like that had ever happened to her in her life she didn't know what happened she found herself she was on the floor on the side she said when she's i called her said stand up what is happening and then i told i think i asked her what do you want from the lord and i said the lord is giving it to you now or to your child now something i don't even remember because she remembers everything she said she had had a dream and in the dream she saw me and i asked her that question that i asked her that evening and i told her the lord is giving she had been married for many years she had never been able to have a child that that was it as it, when I received the letter, was it two days ago? She said, I am writing to inform you officially that I have delivered the child of that day. That day that she had a dream and she saw me standing there and just, just a few people. And you see, you could feel the presence of the Lord in the room. I, I, I remember because I felt the presence. The presence, when you feel it, that's it. You know, just how do you know you believe? How do you know you believe? When you believe, you believe. Yesterday I called somebody and I said, hi. This person said, oh, hello, Bishop. And I said to her, how do you know my name, my voice? And I was saying that it is amazing how you can know somebody's voice. How do you know it is the person? Because I was saying, the person was far away in another country. How do you know it's my voice? When you know, you know. I mean, when you know it, you hear it. You know that this is, this is it. I mean, I don't, I really can't give you the formula to tell you how you know that it is that voice. It's the same thing. I can't give you the formula about the presence, but when the presence is there, the presence is there. You've got to become like that with the presence of God and know the presence of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. What was I telling you before I branched into this story? Disobeying the Word of God. Now, Disobeying the word of God is reason number one. Anybody who takes this, yes, I was saying, very good. Why is it that that lady got healed? Supernatural miracle. And another, it's the same reason why a curse can come on this person for doing something. And let's say he and all the people in this room will do the same thing. And the curse will only fall on one person. I, I still don't have explanations. Do you know everything? Anybody who knows everything should please stand up now. So you know everything. Okay. If you know everything, see me after church. But I can't explain. But I know that just as you could have a whole row and just one person could be healed. I can't explain it. And I've been watching in the church what God does because I don't control miracles. I don't have any control over it. And I, I, I want if I was God, I would say, okay, you have a miracle, you have a miracle. And last week you had a miracle. Three people who didn't have miracle last week come. Want to, it's not like that. It's the same thing with curse. Thousand people will commit fornication. Only you will go and commit fornication. You get HIV. Only you. <laughs> and I don't understand why. And I don't understand how. So be careful of a curse. Because it is in there. I don't know. Number two. Disobeying the call of God. If God has called you, it is the same as God's word to you. 
God's word comes in the form of a voice of a call anybody who's been called by God and is running away from God is exposing himself to a curse he says if you shall if you shall disobey the voice of God I fear not to be in the ministry I fear I know what I'm dealing with it is in a moment like this my life can go over if you know life and death life is here and death is here somebody said something to me when he said death is part of life David said we are but a step everybody is just a step in one step you can be alive the next step you'll be gone God's grace is what keeps us the step away all your life you are but a step away but you don't know most people are not aware of death but all our lives we are just one step away that step is the grace of God that keeps you away from that step as long as you are alive anybody who God has called who fails to obey the voice of God that is calling you you are exposed yourself to a curse because you are disobeying the voice of God if I was an employer and I, I'm a boss and I see one of my workers out there and I said and I shout to him and I say Osei Kojo come and he's there and he can hear me calling and I say Osei Kojo please come here now he looks at me and <laughs> I said, oh, come now. I need you here now. <laughs> ah, this bishop. I said, Reverend Saki, go and get him, Osekojo. When he goes to Osekojo, Osekojo will tell Reverend Saki, tell him that I'm not coming. What is happening? He's sucking himself. He's sucking himself. Some people have sucked themselves from God. I said, Some people have sucked themselves from God. Cursed be the one who hears the voice of God and goes another way. Ask Jonah, he will explain everything to you. I say, Ask Jonah, he will explain everything to you. If God has called you, and you run away discover for yourself what is the meaning of storm what is the meaning of when the people cast the Lord they say who is causing the trouble and they made played Loto and even though he was sleeping he was the one who was selected that you, you are, the thing is you <laughs> and they threw him out he said if you throw me out you'll be free they said we cannot and they prayed and they said God forgive us for the blood of this man he said you are free from my blood you throw me out when they threw him out the Bible said God had prepared a big fish to swallow Jonah when Jonah went into the stomach of the fish surrounded by the intestines and the half eaten fish and other things that were in there he prayed in Jonah chapter 2 oh God <laughs> I've changed my mind I will follow you. I shall obey. If God has called you, obey. And when he calls you and you obey, you will be blessed. Number three, idolatry. But I'm dividing idolatry into two, monetary idolatry and non-monetary idolatry. 
monetary idolatry is idolatry that has to do with money one day the Lord spoke to me and he spoke to me about some people and he told me I wrote it down Pasoko, and I wrote it with a date and, I, and the Lord said to me these people are now following after money and other things and because of that they are going to die prematurely I watched as what the Lord said to me happened video live because I, I wrote the date many 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 before but I didn't even know you see anybody who takes another God is very subtle as a pastor I can easily be following money without knowing that I'm not following God I can easily feel that to be successful means to have money or to have a car. Many pastors think so. One pastor was talking about a young guy. He said, you see, I told you. I told you he was not called. And we were listening to what he said. I told you he was not called. You see, he's walking. He doesn't have a car. I told you he was not called. Brothers and sisters, having a car does not mean you are called. And not having a car does not mean that you are not called by God. But even as we serve the Lord, sometimes money is more important than anything else. Careful. I say careful. It's so subtle. You will not even know when it happens in your heart. I need any, read about Israel, any idol, God will burn the whole country. I say he will burn everybody. He will burn down the whole place. His people, he will burn all of them down. You go and serve another God. He will burn you down and sell you to foreigners and you become a servant and you will wish that morning is evening and evening is morning you go and serve another god when he the living said because you because thou servest not the lord thy god with gladness for the abundance of all things deuteronomy 8 28 47 because thou servest not the lord thy god with gladness for the abundance of all things rather you were serving other go i say he will burn you out out with, with fire and smash you till you are, you are powder. God does not need anybody. Let me tell you something. If God needed us, no pastor would ever die. Reverend Amako would not have died. 40 deeper life pastors would not have died on that Kenya Airways that crashed at Abidjan. 40 pastors. 40. The Swiss air that came from New York to Geneva, two pastors I know of were on that plane when it went down. If God needed us to do something, <laughs> if God needed us, God doesn't need anybody. You say you are going to save money. Money is what you are following. He will burn you into fire and you will, be, you will disappear from it. Well, ask Israel. Every one of them who went after other gods, that is the one thing that they that is why David was different from uh, David never served idol. David could have adultery, fornication, whatever, but for idol. Now, now his heart was always with God. His heart of Padia was with God. He was different from everybody else. All the other kings, every other king, only David, the whole of first Samuel and second Samuel is for David. 
But every other king had seven verses in First Kings and Second Kings, a few verses. Even Solomon just had about two or three chapters and he was gone. You want to follow money? Money has become more important than God. He will burn you until you are powder and you are gone because you have taken up wood and stone to serve wood and stone. In this day and age, money is what you choose rather than God. Pray about it. Pray carefully about it. Idolatry is one of the principal he said because thou servest not the Lord thy God with gladness for the abundance of all things but rather after something else carry on and then we have these other idols woods and stones they are not common the real ones are CDs, dollars, pounds. We are working for them now. People's hearts have, even pastors' hearts have shifted. When your heart shifts, you don't know. I say, when your heart, that's what I was saying, search your heart. If you can know what's in your heart, God will never tell you to search it. I say, if you can know, God will never tell you to search. Something you search, you can't see easily where it is. If I ask you for certain letters or papers in your house, you, you, it will take you by evening, by tomorrow morning before you see, depending on how tidy your house is. I say, anybody who chooses money rather than God, who gives us abundantly all things, you are choosing to destroy yourself. Careful. Enough. And the last is disobeying the words father when a father speaks hear it and hear it very carefully Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 verse 2 verse 3 it says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right honor thy father and thy mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live long on the earth and if been, it means you won't live long if you don't honor your father and your mother it means you can have premature death I'm talking about curses your father earthly father your father in the Lord, your father in the ministry, you must be careful. Even if your father even attacks you, leave it to God. Just leave it to God. You must be careful when you stretch out your hand. Proverbs, Proverbs, <laughs> you, will know, you will not like most of the verses in Proverbs. When you read those ones about father and son, you wouldn't be happy. It says, my son, Hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Proverbs 1 8. Verse 9 says, For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head. Anybody who follows the instruction of a father has grace, an ornament of grace on your head. Grace means supernatural help. Some things only work because your father said that you should do it. <laughs> apart from any other things only because the Bible says it shall be an ornament of grace because your father said do and you did that alone brings grace 
It's in the Bible. As we go through life, be careful as you dishonor or disobey the people that God gives to you as fathers. The Bible doesn't say you have one father. It says you have not many fathers. God gives us more than one father, but not many. Careful. When the words of a father come, and the life of a father is at stake, be very careful with it. Kenneth Hagin often talks about life and death. Prophets often talk about life and death. Let us be careful so that the healing of the Lord can come. But when God has healed us, let us not go and take the curse back onto our lives because he's a healing Jesus and he wants to heal you tonight. Everybody, stand to your feet. For such a time as this arise on him son of righteousness son of righteousness what a healing Jesus I found What a healing Jesus to restore, refresh, and renew. What a healing Jesus. What a healing Jesus for such a time as this of righteousness. Sing it everybody. Son of righteousness. Lift up your hand and sing what a healing Jesus we have. What a Tonight, Lord Jesus. 
Father, Lord, and healed us tonight. Lift up your hand and receive it. Wherever you are standing, a touch from the presence of the Holy Spirit. God is healing us of idolatry. God is healing us of the effects of these things. God is healing us from disobedience and the effect it has to bring curses. The effect of disobeying the word of God, disobeying the voice of the call of God. God is healing us. God is healing you right now, wherever you stand. Lift up those hands to him and say, Lord, heal me. Heal me, Lord. Tell the Lord you know that you deserve a curse, but you pray for his mercy. And you know you pray for his forgiveness. And you pray for his healing. That he will heal our hearts tonight. That he will heal our bodies tonight. That he will save us. That he will save us from our own ways. That he will save us from our own lives. That he will save us from our own ways. Oh Jesus. Heal me Jesus. You are the Lord, my Yes, yes, yes. You sent your word and healed my disease. You are the Lord, my You are the Lord. 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 My Lord. You send your word. You send your word. And you
of wood and stone and money and paper. We have served rivers, oh God. Forgive us, Lord. Have mercy, Jesus. Forgive us, Lord. Have mercy. Oh Lord, take away the curse tonight. Father, take it away. Let the curse be rolled away, Lord. I feel your, the curse being taken Thank you, away. Of God. And we receive healing and the blessings yes, Lord. coming in, Lord, yes, Lord. to replace. Yes, Lord. Lift up your hand and receive the blessings of Jehovah. Father, thank you for your blessing. Everywhere in this room, Lord, thank you, Lord, for a great, wonderful blessing that takes place right now. In Jesus' name. Our hearts are healed. Our lives are healed. In Jesus' name. And right now, if you are not well in any part of your body, I sense a strong healing anointing. Just place your hand where the sickness is. If it is your chest, put your hand on your chest. Maybe you've been prayed for 100 times. Put your hand there. If it is your knee, put your hand on your knee. If you want a child, God can do it. He will do it for you tonight. Tonight is a miracle night. And tonight is your night. You never know which night is your night. But tonight is your night. As you stretch out your hand in faith, God will do it. I see somebody being healed of a heart disease. Someone in the heart is being healed. In the chest is being healed. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. I hear God prolonging somebody's life. Somebody who was to die is being given some more time. That is God's mercy for you. Just receive it right now. Receive a healing in your knees. Someone with the knees. Arthritis. Pain. Pains are disappearing everywhere. If it is your eyes, place your hand on your eye. Father, thank you for healing that goes through every eye, every ear, every head from the top of the head. Madness is being healed. Mental disease is being healed. Spirit of depression and sadness and sorrowing and weeping endlessly. Oh, Jesus, thank you for every disease of the head, every disease of the ear, every disease of the mind and of the eyes. Oh, we cast it right now and we drive it away. We claim deliverance from every curse. Every shortened life we prolong. Every premature death we abort and we cancel. Every spirit of widowhood and, and every spirit of funerals and, and, and wakeings and mournings and sorrowing, we tie it and we bind it. We cast it out of this congregation. We release the spirit of the mercy of the Lord upon your people. Father, thank you for a chance. Thank you for one more chance to live for you, to serve you, to surrender all to you. Right now, thank you for healings. In the breast, receive healing of that lamp right now, wherever you are. It's a miracle. We have seen so many wonderful miracles. Lamps have disappeared. Tumors have vanished in church. Who knows how God did it, but God is doing it again right now. Receive it, receive it, receive it. In the chest, asthma is being healed. Sickle cell disease, God is doing it. Thank you, Father. Begin to examine yourself. Begin to thank the Lord right now. Begin to thank the Lord for healing everywhere. Somebody's receiving a child. The miracles are not yet over. God is giving a child. God is giving a child. God is giving a child. Receive your healing. Oh, by his wounds. By his wounds. By his pains. We are healed. By his wounds, we are healed. 
received a miracle, has received a touch and a healing from the Lord. Just thank him right now. Thank him everywhere. Thank him for healing. What a healing Jesus we have. What a wonderful Jesus. Thank God for his wonderful presence. His anointing is here. His anointing is here. His spirit is here. His love is here. His love is here. His love is here. I feel the love of God and the mercies of God all over. I feel God touching you with his love right now. I feel God healing you right now with his love. I feel God's mercy coming into your life, into your being, into your body, into your life. I feel God touching you, touching you, touching you, touching you, touching you. Oh yes, yes. Take his mercies. Take his love. I feel love, the love of God. Take it in this room now. Take it right now. Take it right now. It is his love. It is his mercy. The spirit of God is touching you now. Receive his touch now. Receive him tonight. Tonight is your night. This is your night. This is your night for a healing. This is your night for a breakthrough. God is writing your name in the book of those that are healed. In the book of those that are delivered. In those, among those that are free from the curse. Receive. Receive. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
one standing, please. Unless you are under the anointing, you cannot stand, please. I know God has touched many of us in ways we don't even know. But right now, I want you to examine yourself because some people have also been healed physically. Maybe you came with some problem. You came with a disease. Maybe there was a pain. The pain is gone. Maybe you had a lump or a growth or cancer or something. Maybe you couldn't see, but now you can see. Maybe you couldn't hear, but now you can hear. I want you to examine yourself. Begin to check yourself. Begin to feel. And you'll see that the Lord has touched you and has healed you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. If you sense that God has touched you, God has healed you tonight. There's a miracle that has happened. Maybe there was a pain. Maybe there was a problem. And tonight, as we stand here, you can feel and sense that God has touched you. God has healed you. I want you to raise up your right hand. Just raise up your right hand. There was a problem. God bless you. There was something physically and it's gone. God has healed you tonight. Not that you are believing in the future, but right now, as you stand there, God bless you. I see your hands lifted up high. I see all your hands lifted up. God has touched you tonight. I know God has touched everybody, but maybe you can actually feel something has happened. Maybe there was a problem. It's gone. There was something. It was there. And you, you check it and you find that the Lord has touched you. Lift up your hand. Please, every eye closed. I'm, I'm still praying. Father, thank you for all those that have lifted their hands. Thank you for all this wonderful thing. Now, if God has touched you and God has healed you, I want you to come. If your hands are lifted up, come to the front. Come to the front. Come to the side. Come to the front. Come from wherever you are. Come all the way from the back. If you are healed upstairs, wherever you are, just make your way all the way, all the way to the front. Come all the way from where you are standing. We just want to take a few testimonies. Come, if God has touched you tonight. If God has touched you tonight. I don't think we're going to go out, but just come to the front if God has healed you alright just come yeah help them to come if God has healed you come you can feel not that you are believing the future we believe in the future God is going to touch all of us and we believe that he has touched all of us but tonight practically you can actually feel that something has happened he touched me he touched me and made me whole come to Jesus come and testify of what the Lord has done. A load of guilt and shame. Yes. But then yes. the hand of Jesus touched me. Oh yes, Lord. And I am no longer the same. Sing it again. Shackled by a heavy burden. Thank you, Jesus. Beneath a load of guilt and shame. But then I heard the blood of Jesus touched me. Oh, and I. Sing it, everybody! Lift your hand. He touched me. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. Oh yes.
able to do refraction properly. Uh, so she was supposed to see. What are myopias and refractions? <laughs> she couldn't see. She could see, couldn't see afar. She had short sightedness. You know, she was short sighted. And uh, I promised to do a refraction, a test to, for glasses. And uh, somehow she happened to find herself here, and the Lord. He touched me. The Lord has touched me. Why don't you give the Lord a mighty, mighty clap offering for wonderful healing? Father, are you glad about what the Lord has done? Yes, sir. You believe God has touched you. Yes. How do you know that the Lord has touched you? Because I suddenly feel I'm free from all. Those you suddenly felt it. How did you feel it? I felt something just move out of my eyes. You really felt something? Yes. Wow. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? The Bible says she felt. She felt within herself in the, on the crusade ground. No refraction, uh, refractions and other guys like this. She just felt within herself that she was healed. And, and you said you felt something. Yes. Really. You felt something. Yes. And suddenly you could see. Powerful. Father, thank you that you are real in Jesus' name. Now this is just a sign. How many believe that God has touched you tonight? No, how many really believe that God is healing your certain curses in your life? Now I really believe it. The first part was a particular curse of the ones I read. And the second one was self-invoked curses that we crossed the line and God was re redeeming us back behind the line that our lives should be spared and extended. Give the Lord, what's your name? My name is Linda. Linda. God bless you, Linda. Alright. Father, thank you for a wonderful miracle. Amen. What happened to this lady? Yeah, what happened? Three days today, I had itching on my eyes, but after the prayers, I can feel I'm now okay. She ha what did she have? Itching on itching the eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yes. Severe itching of both eyes. Yeah. Eye specialist. <laughs> and you feel it's better. Yeah. Do you remember one of the cases? The itch and the botch and the scalp and the emeralds and the uh, uh, what? The wonderful plagues of long continuance. Father, save us from wonderful plagues of long continuance. And you feel God has healed you tonight of itching eyes. Was it worrying you? Yes. How, how was it worrying you? It was itching severe and it started swelling. It started swelling? Yeah. And you believe the Lord has touched you? Yes. Father, thank you for wonderful healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. What happened this way? Bishop, Bishop, this our brother was healed of piles which he's had for a long time. Piles? Yes. Every time he visits the gents, the, the place. he has the pain. And this evening, he said when he had the pain, when he stood for a while, he could feel the pain coming. But as you prayed, the pain went away. And he knows he has been healed. Oh, give the Lord a mighty, 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 mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. What did you feel? Um, when we started the service, actually, um, I was feeling the pain. You're feeling the I, pain. I couldn't sit down for like a longer time and standing for a longer time also I do feel the pains but as the praying session was going on and you said we should believe for the touch of God's hands on our lives I realized I mean, there was 
a sharp person, and now I think I do try to dilate and control myself and everything is gone. Everything is uh, no pain. The <laughs> guy knows the mechanisms by which he checks the thing. <laughs> Father, we thank you for a wonderful. He has checked himself to see that he is healed. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for a permanent healing. In Jesus' name, amen. How many know that God has touched this young man? What's happening here? You had pins? Yeah, yeah. Where were your pins? Yeah. This part of my body. Gentleman who is controlling the sound. Gentleman who is controlling the sound. Give us some sound, please. This part of my body. And uh, uh, now I feel like it's gone. Now I'm not feeling anything anymore. You're not feeling. Where was the pain? What could you not do before? Yeah. Oh, there are a lot of things I can't do. What, what were some of the things you couldn't do? I can't hold, hold even something. It is very... Uh, hard. Are you Heavy. from Are you from Ghana? No. From where? Togo. Oh, Escalé Papou Francais. Escalé Papou Francais. Oui, je parle Ghana français. Ah, je suis Pierre Sedou. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, you, 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 what could you not do? You could not lift, and then what else? He could not do what else? Okay. Microphone. Give him the mic. Okay. Sometimes I can't raise my, my left. So I have to raise only one, line, uh, one hand and leave the other. Because if, if I do... Pourquoi français ne nous... Qu'est-ce que tu pouvais pas faire avant? Avant, il y a des choses que je n'arrive pas à, à, à soulever. Ce sont des choses qui sont dures ou bien... Des choses même que m'amènent... Euh, comme ceci, est-ce que comme ceci? Oui, ça, je peux toucher. Mais avant, est-ce que tu pouvais lever quelque chose comme ça? You could say, say. He said he couldn't carry heavy things. So I said he should try to carry this one and see. Parlez-vous, parlez-vous. C'est trop lourd, ça. C'est trop lourd. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. He has healed this young man. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing. In Jesus' name. What happened to this young man? Bishop, this young man has had a uh, neck pain and severe headache for the past five years. It comes and it goes. He said he's been to a lot of hospitals. He's seen a lot of doctors. But the, I mean, he doesn't still feel very well. And then he said when we came to the meeting today. This is a, of long continuance. Yeah. Eh? Yes. And when, when we came today and we, we, we started the prayer session, he just fell down. He fell down. He said he, he laid down for about 10 minutes. And then when he, he got up, he realized that he was feeling very well. And the neck is gone? The and pain? the neck pain is yes, gone. Yes, Bishop. Um, I think for the past five years, I was experiencing severe neck pains. And in fact, it's affecting me my studies. And when we came here, I came with a, a very high expectation. So I was just, I don't know what happened to me. I fell down. I was breathing at a very fast rate. Um, and I don't know. I feel at ease now. I believe the neck pains. I'm I'm okay now. You're okay. Just, yeah. just turn your neck like this. You feel the pains? No, no, Bishop. You used to have the pain there before. Yes, um, I, I have the pain there. When I was coming, I still have the pain for the fi- past five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah, Pastor. Wow. How many know that God has done something wonderful to this man? Amen. 
Are you a Ghanaian? Yes, Bishop. You are from Ghana? Yes, Bishop. Oh, okay. I thought you were from somewhere. No. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing tonight. For this neck. In Jesus' name. Receive it. Receive it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap. Of what happened to this lady? What happened to you? I had this um, abnormal pains for almost three years now. And even today, it was very severe. I couldn't go to church. But as this evening church, I tried coming. And I'm here. The pain is gone? It's gone. Did you feel anything? It's gone. It's gone. gone. You you, you know that it's gone. It's gone. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering for stomach pains. It's gone. In Jesus' name, amen. More stomach pains, baby. Uh, Dr. Dr. Bob, are you here? Dr. Bob, are you here? Give me seven causes of stomach pain. Number one. Also, number two. Huh? Dyspepsia, number three. Tumor, number four. Sickle cell crisis, number five. Pancreatitis, number six. Liver disease, number seven. Huh? Appendicitis, number eight. Intestinal obstruction, number nine. Acute abdomen, number ten. Biliary and renal colic, number 11. Typhoid perforation, number 12. PIDs, number 13. Pedunculated myoma, number 14. Huh? Huh? Amoebic liver abscess, number 15. Colitis. Ophoritis. 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 Oh, arthritis. Okay. okay. Sarpingitis. Sarpingitis. Ulcerative colitis. Yeah. Huh? Mesenteric lymphadenitis. Mesenteric lymphadenitis. <laughs> <laughs> Mesenteric lymphadenitis. Cystitis. Cystitis. Pyelonephritis. Huh? Hunger, hunger. Oko says hunger. <laughs> so when somebody comes to stand and say, I had stomach pain. Mesenteric lymphadenitis. Pedunculated myoma. Ulcerative colitis. Mega, mega diagnosis. So when somebody says, in Africa, when people are, if you were in America and they are giving test, uh, testimony, they'll say, I had mesenteric lymphadenitis and I had this and this was given. I was on this medication and I felt anointing and this and that. That is how they talk. But in Ghana, I say, my, my stomach. My stomach. <laughs> my head. My head. And then my stomach. But I'm free. <laughs> Give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. What happened to you? For the, five, for the past five years, I've had a waist pain. Waist pain? I 
was wash, once washing the ground, then I slept by the soap water, and I felt that since then I'm having a waist pain. Where, what could you not do? You could not bend. Yes, please. Bend. Can you bend now? Down, up. Hey, that guy is down, up. <laughs> Is the pain gone? I think uh, I can feel it's gone. I want to lift something heavy. You want to lift something heavy? It's not good to lift heavy things if you ever have a back. I want to testify. You want to test. If you test it, you can damage your back. Uh-huh. So you are healed, brother. You get what I'm saying? testing Udama. All right. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing in Jesus' name. Amen. What happened? Give the Lord a clap of Back pain, back healing. We have a wonderful pain. healing. What happened to you? More abdominal pain being healed. Abdominal pain. Where was the abdomen? Upper stomach or lower stomach? The stomach. The stomach. General stomach. That's all. And God has healed you. That's all. The pain is gone. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for wonderful healing. In Jesus' name. What did you feel? Did you feel anything? No. You didn't feel anything and it went? Yes. It just went? Yes. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. It went, Keke. That's all. What happened to you? Um, my ear. Your ear? Yeah. What happened to your ear? Um, I've had, whenever I have kata, I have this pain in my ear. It's happened since I was 10 years old. Pain in the ear. What do we call pain in the ear? Otitis externa media interna. That's all. Yes. <laughs> now, this year at the Woman You Can Make It convention in Pretoria, the last week I was very loud. And after that, for nearly two weeks, I couldn't hear anything in this ear. It was totally deaf. Totally deaf. And it started getting better. And then on the flight down, it went blank again. And it was very You, you came from where? Pretoria, South Africa. South, you are in our church in South Africa. Yes. She is a member of our church in South Africa. Powerful. Hallelujah. And, and when you were coming, Terio, yes, to our sister from South Africa. Hallelujah. So you can hear. Okay, femo nine test one two and then ask her how many. Close this year, and then <laughs> she's laughing. <laughs> two. Two. Okay, go away. <laughs> this is this is the stereo side. The other side is mono. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Come, let me pray for you. Father, thank you for a wonderful miracle in this year. Thank you for clear sound and long life and the blessings of a father that come upon this one. In Jesus' name, amen. Are blessed. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. What happened to you? Okay, for about some years now, I feel pain in my lower abdomen. When I walk from for some distance, then I'm feeling pain in my thighs, then waist. Thighs, waist, and stomach. Yeah. And what happened today? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I said it's gone. That's all. Okay, okay. And it, what happened? Did you feel the pain going? Yeah. How did it feel? Okay, I feel something cool. Cool. Yeah. He touched you. Yes. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. He put his hand around you yeah. and healed you tonight. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. Three people who cannot have children are receiving children right now. One, two, three. Father, thank you for wonderful you, Lord, testimonies Jesus. of babies you, and Lord, children. Hallowed be your name. Glorious. In Jesus' name. Amen. What's happening here? Bishop, this uh, a Bible student. Yesterday in his bed, he wrestled with something. And uh, he wrestled for a long time with that thing. He couldn't lay his hand on the thing. And when he woke up today, he realized that all over the body, something has been moving since morning. In the course uh, of the service, during the prayer, he realized that he's been totally You are healed. Free. What did you feel? I just feel um, the power of God this night on my life. You feel what? The power of God, the anointing upon my life. What did, what did it feel like? We want to know. How many want to know what it feels like? Everybody wants to know what it feels like. How does it feel? I feel free. Free? Yes, sir. That's all. We have been a lot of I see God showing you. Everybody who raises and I feel God is going to show you what his anointing is. How many want to feel his anointing in your life? Oh, I feel it in Jesus' name. Some people here are going to have visions in the night. Jesus is, Jesus is going to appear to some people who are going to be surprised. And Jesus will talk to you and explain to you things about heaven. You are going to be blessed. Father, thank you for prophet, new prophets in the church tonight. 16 people are receiving new prophetic visions and revelations. Open your eyes and see what the Lord has done for you. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for a blessing on this one. In Jesus' name, amen. What happened here? Quickly. He was healed of a chest pain, which he's had on and off for a while now. Where was the pain in the chest? Here. Sometimes as I breathe in, I feel a very sharp pain, and then goes, it dies off slowly. But Doctor, as Bob, we're praying today, as we're singing, I heard the, the pain went away. You heard the pain going. Dr. Bob, pain in the chest, 17 causes. Number one. Okay, just give me three. Number one. Rape chest pain, number two. Cardiac carditis, three. Pneumonia, number four. Pleuritis, number five. Give me the diagnosis. Don't tell me the organs that are there. Give me the diagnosis. Pericarditis. Pericarditis, number six. Esophagitis. Esophagitis, number seven. Vesoc. Threat disease. Chondritis, yes. Next one. We can have a pleuritis. Pleuritis. Meagia. Okay. <laughs> and, um, Rapture of the pleural membrane. Ankylosing spondylosis. Ankylosing spondylitis. Ruptured aortic aneurysm. Ruptured aortic aneurysm. Yes, um, ischemic heart disease. Ischemic heart disease. Simple ones we are not mentioning. Myocarditis. Myocarditis. There has been an older person infection. Pardon? An older person, infarction. Infarction, myocardial infarction. Happy zoster. Happy zoster. God has healed you. See all these things. You are healed. Okay. <laughs> Father, thank you for healing this man in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. What happened to you? Upper there is this abnormal pains. Where? There is this upper abnormal pains. Getting to the rib cage. Yeah. Yeah, I experienced that. Pain. I experienced that thing since my childhood, even at school. And what happened tonight? I felt I'm healed. And even at school, what happened? Uh, before our SSE, I've been experiencing this on and off. On and off. Pain. And what happened yeah. tonight? 
I think I'm healed. You believe you are healed. Yeah. Father, thank you for wonderful healing of this young man in Jesus' name. Amen. Bishop, this powerful healing here. Our sister here has been um, ill for the past two years. You can't really describe the illness, but she says that she's not been feeling well. Sometimes she feels well, other times she doesn't. Even this evening, she was coughing and having a fever. In the course of the, of the um, healing um, service, she felt the power of God what did you feel? falling on her, and she okay. believed that God what has touched her. When I closed my eyes, and I felt something moving into my hands, mm. and then I felt something moving into my chest, and that's you are healed. Yeah. You believe you are healed. Yeah. Did you know what was wrong with you? No. How you've not been feeling well? No, you get well and you are not well. Do you know what it is? I didn't you don't know. Yeah. I thank God. You are healed. Amen. Amen. Something that you, you wouldn't want to know about. Hmm? God has healed you. Father, thank you for healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed. Amen. Live long. Bishop, our sister believes she's been healed of... What's her name? Asthma. Felicia. No, I, I'm saying asthma. Sewa. She believes Sewa. Yes. You are healed of asthma. Yes. What happened? Well, I felt the coldness going inside my chest. Then you say that uh, someone's been but asthma. I said, Lord, yeah. this is for me. So then I feel Breathe like in. How do you feel, Sarah? Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, man. Father, thank you for a wonderful healing of asthma in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him for healing of asthma. What happened to this one? How many are enjoying the wonderful miracles that the Lord has done for us? These are just signs. What happened to you? Okay, uh, as we were praying, I felt some coldness in me. And all of a sudden, I realized tears were coming out from my face. And mm. I you felt feel that, that God has God touched has you. Really touched oh, man. I know it. Uh-huh. Father, thank you for a wonderful touch. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty, mighty, mighty clap of you. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands, Father. Thank you for miracles and for healings and for a touch for our lives. Touch for our lives. A touch for our lives. A touch for our lives. We receive it, Lord. We thank you for it, Jesus. We worship you, Father, for this wonderful touch. I know that tonight is a night of great deliverance for many of us, Lord. We go away free from the curse. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus today, you want to be born again, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray a very last prayer for you. I want to be born again, Pastor. I don't understand what it means to be born again. Pastor, please pray for me. Lift up your right hand. Lift it up high and wave it to me so that I can see your hand. God bless you. Wave to me so I can see your hand from wherever you are sitting. Wave to me. God bless you. There's somebody waving at the back. God bless you. Anybody else? Wave. Wave to me so I can see your hand. If you're waving to me, just come to the front and I'm going to pray. Even if it's only one person, I'll pray with you as we close. Come. Come from where you are. Lift up your hand. Come. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today For more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more, make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, 
God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.